It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, this is VSIN tonight presented by DraftKings. It's a Wednesday night. We're going to continue talking NFL playoffs. And we have professional sports better Paul Bovey on the line with us. And Wes, it was great to see Paul Bovey in Vegas over the weekend up from Mexico. Mm-hmm. He was surprised. He said, you're very talkative on the show when he watches. And then when you're outside the studio, you didn't say much. He was surprised. He thought maybe you're just a different personality outside. The no, studio. no, I, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I was that different. You were very tight lipped. You didn't say much. You're very talkative on the show. Paul, welcome back. Great to have you back on the show. How was your trip to Vegas? And is that true? Wes Reynolds was pretty tight lipped outside the studio uh, when you were here over the weekend, right? thought maybe he didn't like me or something but uh if that's his normal mo okay i'm all right with it but anyway wes who is great to see you you look great thank you paul uh it, it, it's not you it, it wasn't you paul <laughs> uh pa- okay paul's good to see you in vegas over the weekend and i know i talked about this on the show monday night because we were over at the westgate uh sportsbook and you had a no bet on the eagles to win the nfc and you laid minus 1090 for a big sum, and that was uh, no sweat because the Eagles went down Monday night, and you don't have to sweat that out. It's a nice bet on uh, Philadelphia not to win the NFC. Let's go to the AFC here and talk about the uh, highest-profile game of the weekend, the Chiefs and the Bills in Buffalo. And right now, 2.5 minus 120 at most books, including DraftKings and Circa, total of 45. Uh, you're going to look at this a different way. Not necessarily the game side or the total. You got a team total. You got a prop. How are you? How are you looking to bet the Chiefs Bills game? It's it's really hard to take the Bills right now, and I'm sure there's some very smart people that did. But right now, you have six players on defense which are questionable, and out of a possible 102 starts in the regular season, uh, they logged 91 of them, and those six players being Bernard Dotson, Johnson. Benford and um, Taylor Rapp, uh, they have accounted for 548 tackles, 10 and a half sacks, and 35 passes defended. Now, my guess would be that you're going to see at least two of those guys sit out. And, you know, when I looked at that Pittsburgh game, we all watched it. Pittsburgh closes the gap to 24 to 17. And this was after an interception in the end zone. And by and large, Mason Rudolph has played very well. That was his first pick, I believe, since they inserted him in the lineup. It came up a little bit inside of the receiver, and seven points were basically taken off the board. But once it hit uh, 24-17, there was a silly penalty on the extra point 
which aided and abetted Buffalo on their field position. And then they went 70 yards, 50 of which were accounted for by a spectacular yards after catch touchdown by Shakir, as well as a penalty against Jack, uh, which followed a 13-yard run by, um, by Allen. So I just think this Buffalo team is in trouble if these defenders sit. Uh, Mason Rudolph was very comfortable back there. And now they're facing a Kansas City team, which seems to be getting right uh, at the right time, which often happens in the playoffs. So I'm looking at Kansas City's team total over here, Uh, 21 and a half, especially with all these defensive injuries. I got to go to the high side of this. I think they get 23 to 26, which may be good enough for a cover, but I'm not going to bet against Josh Allen. I'm not going to bet against the Bills. I'm just going to bet against the Buffalo defense. Go with the Kansas City team total over the 21 and a half. I also like Kelsey. Those linebackers that are out, specifically Bernard, uh, who is likely to sit, Dotson. I think this is going to open up some seams for Kelsey at 61 and a half. He is nine and eight to this number to the high side. I think Kelsey goes over 61 and a half. You could take six and a half receptions at plus money. Five and a half laying a dollar fifty, and I also think he's going to get seven or eight receptions. Pacheco, also a conservative number at sixty-one and a half. I think those injuries, uh, or at least a couple players that likely sit, are going to be a difference maker here. He's went over this number, which also is sitting at sixty-one and a half, sixty-two and a half, five out of the last seven games. So that's how I'm going to go. I'll sit back, wait and see on the injuries, and maybe I'll pull the uh, trigger on Kansas City plus the points. Yeah, I'm, I'm, if I can get three, I'm going to play the Chiefs. We had three here at Circa early in the week, Wes, and didn't pull the trigger quickly enough. And then within a couple hours, it disappeared while we were here on the show uh, that night. But I think Paul brings up some great points here. First of all, you and I were both talking about how impressed we were with uh, Isaiah Pacheco and how hard he was running against the Dolphins' defense over the weekend, and I think Andy Reid's going to stick with the run a little bit more with Pacheco like that. And also, you got to be concerned about all the personnel losses on the Buffalo D. Yeah, no no question about it. So, uh, payback spot potentially for Kansas City. Uh, this is going to dance around uh, three and two and a half. If a three shows, it's going to get gobbled up. I think there's a three even money uh, right now at Bet MGM. Uh, uh, Paul, let's talk about the early game on Sunday. That'll be uh, three Eastern, 12 Pacific, Tampa Bay. Uh, in Detroit, Detroit not only wins their first uh, home playoff game in 30 years, they get to host a second one here against Tampa Bay. But I think you're going to attack this via the prop market, and that was a good way to do it on Monday night, especially with the tight end, Kate Otten, who absolutely ate up Philadelphia. I actually had Kate Otten and I'll, at 24, 25 and a half, but it's not going to do you any good now, but I'll go into why I'm going to play Kate Otten again this week. And sentimentality is going to favor the Lions. But sentimentality does not cash tickets. Uh, And I'm going to attack this Lions defense, which is overhyped, overrated, and in my opinion, well below average. I brought up a couple of these points on the last few shows. And I want to throw something out there. Um, In the last four games, opposing leading receivers have 40 receptions out of 51 targets, 741 yards, 14.5 yards per attempt. They're not stopping anybody. And by the way, uh, CJ and Cam Sutton played the last two games, didn't seem to make much of a difference. So I got four props here. And those four props are as follows. Number one, I'm going to go team total over. The last 10 games, uh, teams have eclipsed the 21 and a half, which by the way, I got plus money on seven out of 10 times. Now, The three instances where they did not, Denver, which was legit at 17 points. You also had the Minnesota game. Uh, They scored 20, and that was with three offensive linemen out. Nick Mullins throwing for 393. And then you had the Dallas game, 20 points by the Cowboys. But remember, C.D. Lamb, who had 13 receptions for 227, fumbled through the end zone and seven points were left off the board. So I'm going to go team total over here. Makes a lot of sense. Tampa's got receivers. 
2,000 yard receivers at that, along with K. Otten, and I think they get into the mid 20s here. K. Otten over. Now, Otten last week or this past Monday, 24, 25 and a half. And this is a team which, in my opinion, uh, does not defend the tight end well. They got a break against the Rams. Higby was questionable coming in. They were interchanging three different tight ends. Skoranek was playing. He's a blocker. He only had eight receptions this year. And they completed two passes to a guy, uh, a rookie out of Clemson, Davis Allen, two receptions, 22 yards. And ironically, unfortunately, Higby gets hurt late in the game, and he'll be out with surgery, and hopefully he'll be back for next season. So I'm going to go back to Kate Otten here. 29 and a half. I think it's a very conservative number against a team which has wideouts to worry about and is weak against the tight end. Third prop, I'm going to go to Kate Otten for reasons I just mentioned. I think they're going to zero in on him. Uh, and also with that, Baker Mayfield, you got to go over his 243, which I did before I left Vegas. 253 and a half is the current number. I took more today at that number. 251 and a half as well. In the last four games, opposing quarterbacks, 367, 396, 345, and 411. And this is actually correlated to Tampa Bay because if Tampa Bay does fall behind, obviously Rashad White sees less touches and Mayfield will be throwing the football. So we're going Baker Mayfield over his passing yardage total. And the last play on this game, uh, Tampa Bay, plus the points. Now, sure, if you can grab a seven at 122 or less, I would take that. I wouldn't be willing to pay any more. But I take the six and a half here because, again, I'm going against a very flawed, overrated defense, which – Maybe the Lions will advance, but I don't expect them to do it in a comfortable fashion, and I'm going to go with Tampa Bay plus the points. Are you going to take uh, – can you find seven, or are you taking six and a half? Well, I, I actually took some seven early, and okay. I got a, a taste of it at 122. I wouldn't go any higher, and I can't find that anymore. The best I see out there in the market – is 129, and I'm not willing to go there. And by the way, one other point about Tampa Bay. Last week, I zeroed in on the injuries of the Packers and the fact that they were healthy. Now, if you look at Tampa Bay, uh, a combined 20 games missed by White, Levante David, Neal, Dean, cornerback, uh, Shaq Bennett, and cornerback Davis. 20 games missed. All these guys are playing. The only one who's questionable is Shaq Davis, and I expect him in the game. That's Paul Bovey, professional sports better. Paul, you talked a lot more than Wes did when he saw you outside the studio over the weekend. <laughs> Wes wasn't having a good night on Thursday night. Much better tonight. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. Good luck this weekend. All right. Take care, guys. Thank you, Paul. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN pro today. Get unlimited access to our VSIN.com picks page. If you looked at the VSIN pro page today, Wes Reynolds had 117 plays. <laughs> Not quite. Uh, okay. Uh, very, very close, though, I guess. <laughs> For more VSIN pro picks, become a pro subscriber today. VSEN tonight will give you 10% off an annual subscription when you use promo code tonight. Actually, it might have been relatively close because I did uh, enter my uh, golf placement markets in, uh, for the weekend today. A lot of golf plays up there. We'll talk more golf betting later in the show. During the break, we were talking about uh, fast food breakfast, mm-hmm. and, uh, fast food spots, and drive through service and things like that. And there's uh, one McDonald's over here on the way from my house to Circa where a lot of times I want to stop. But I won't stop there anymore because the service is so bad. I mean, if you rank the bottom 10 McDonald's drive throughs in America, this has got to be in the bottom 10. <laughs> but you, you drive by, and you're hungry on the way to work, and you want to go there. Sometimes you can't resist. And every time I go through there, the service is so bad. I, say, I, 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 think, I, I think I know which, uh, which huh? Golden Arches franchise you're referring to. Yeah. That place has seen some things, Man. shall we say. Anyway... We're talking about fast food breakfast. So McDonald's does have some good breakfast. Food. Yeah, because uh, uh, General Mitchie uh, tweeted us and, and said, uh, hey, uh, they're bringing a breakfast wrap. And apparently uh, there was a response, uh, only in the U.K. I'm not, I, I'm not a breakfast wrap guy, I though. Like I, I, I am a sausage McMuffin with egg. I know yeah. you like the McGriddle. I do. I've like had it. that before. I like the sausage McMuffin with egg, yes. too. And the McGriddle. Those yes. are my t- the hash browns two. at McDonald's are good. Two for two. I always get my little code so I can get my free hash brown with my McMuffins. Uh, and Wendy's it's a whole deal. has an excellent breakfast. I have not had Wendy's breakfast. Oh, you got to get the breakfast Baconator. And their uh, potatoes. I, 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 will, potato I, will, I will have to do that. Wendy's has an excellent breakfast. I will have and to do Burger that. Burger King has an underrated breakfast. They're, the croissant sandwiches are good. Right? And the, the, the sausage biscuit and their mm-hmm. hash browns. Burger King has good hash mm-hmm. browns. You like the Dunkin' Donuts hash Dunkin browns, Donuts too. Dunkin' Donuts has very that good. a pro tip from you. Dunkin' Donuts has good hash browns, too. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about a Wendy's. I went through a drive through last year, ordered like a double hamburger and some stuff, and Guy hands me the bag, grab the bag, and I start to put it on the passenger seat, and it feels kind of light. Mm-hmm. So I open it, and if if you're an amateur, you you take the bag they hand you and you drive off. If you're a pro, you always check what's in the bag. Yeah, as a pro tip, you always check what's in the bag because the drive-through attendants are going to screw it up about thirty-three percent of the time. Oh yeah, they're not going to get your order right. So I look in the bag and I open it up, and it's a a bun with no meat in it. Oof. So uh, I waved the guy over and said, uh, hey, you just handed me an empty sandwich. And I showed it to him. 
oh, dude. I said, what are you smoking back there? <laughs> and you probably actually did <laughs> say, did that. say that. I did say that. He's laughing. He's like, dude, give me that back. And he gave me the hamburger. Yeah, there was something going on yeah. back there. They weren't on top of the drive-thru service. I've never yeah. been to a drive-thru and been handed a bag that just had a bun in it with no hamburger. I never have, yeah. but at once at a Taco Bell, I added tacos with no meat in it, with just cheese and lettuce. That's it? Yes. It's like, wait a minute. A meatless taco. That's yes. good. Anyway, Wes, we're going to talk a little bit more uh, football betting. we got Ian Cameron, the Canadian kid, on deck, and uh, we're going to get his NFL best bets. Good spot there by Paul Bovey with He goes into great detail in his uh, description for why he's uh, making I, I love how he laid them all out as follows. Number one, <laughs> A, B, C. That's like what we learned in speech class in, uh-huh. in, in, in high school, how you make your little bullet points, and then you cycle back for the conclusion. He was, uh, we were watching the football game over the weekend. He was troubled. He said, why wasn't Wes talking? He's so talkative on the air. And when I'm there, he wouldn't even talk. Thursday night was, uh, we were struggling uh, with uh, some uh, college basketball bets, at least uh, have turned that around the last few days. All right, we'll get back to football here in a few minutes. Lakers on top of the Mavericks, 90 to 75 with three minutes to go in the third. Have you heard that, you know, with the Lakers struggling lately that, uh, LeBron James is making some subtle attempts to throw Coach Darvin Ham under the bus. Yeah, 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 I am. Well, LeBron a few weeks ago said, uh, oh, there's no doubt Bronny, his son, could play. I'm like, Bronny can't play for USC and can't crack the starting lineup for a a Trojans team that's under 500 that, uh, uh, oh, by the way, is down 19-9 early on at Arizona tonight. USC was like a 20-point underdog. I know no Boogie Ellis, but geez. Isaiah Collier's also out. Yeah, yeah, he so yeah. With Isaiah Collier and Boogie Ellis out, I mean that's half of uh, USC scoring. Yeah, yeah so mean, so now Bronny can get on the floor. Let's see what Bronny does tonight. If if LeBron claims that he can easily play for the Lakers, we'll see what he does tonight for USC. No, nineteen nine, five minutes into the game in Tucson. I was actually tempted to lay, believe it or not, lay the twenty last night, nineteen and a half with Arizona because you look at Collier and Ellis out for the Trojans. I don't know how they can keep. Where's the offense going to come from? I know Arizona can score at an elite level, and USC is really going to struggle to stay in this game. Also in the Pac-12 tonight, UCLA is at Arizona State. Be a lot of bad basketball played in this one. Sun Devils uh, lead by 12 early second half. Yeah, I I avoided that one because I was actually tempted by UCLA uh, in this. I'm like, why is this three? You know, UCLA did just beat Washington on, on Sunday night. You know, nice win for the Bruins. But I was like, why is this only three? And I was tempted to take UCLA because Arizona State's so erratic. Like, they could they could look really, really good. Or they could look like the worst team in the conference. But right now, 45-32, 14-30 left to go. So, uh, resisted temptation on that one. We get to the uh, Mountain West game here in a minute. Bad loss tonight for Texas. Not that UCF's a bad team because uh, UCF did knock off Kansas about a week ago, but Longhorns, eight-and-a-half-point home favorites tonight, and they go down 77-71. They blew a 17-point lead in the second half, by the way, and apparently uh, during the handshake line, uh, maybe some UCF guys were uh, being a little bit demonstrative, and Rodney uh, Terry apparently said, that's classless, don't do that-ish. I'm like, Coach, you ought to worry about the fact you blew a 17-point lead. So, you know, Texas, they had a bad loss to West Virginia, too, a West Virginia team that's really struggling that they got beat by 14 at Oklahoma tonight, Sooners cover. But, yeah, this Texas team, they've fallen on hard times. It started when uh, Grant McCaslin and Texas Tech, uh, they went up there from Lubbock and beat him in Austin. So, Longhorns made the Elite Eight. Rodney Terry gets the job. It is very reminiscent of Mike Davis at Indiana. Uh, when when they made that run in the NCAA tournament, they made to run to the Final Four. Because when Mike Davis, by the way, was first hi- was first hired, yeah. he was a co head coach. He wasn't even the outright head, co- uh, you know, interim head coach. Him and John Trelor shared right. the job initially, and then uh, and then uh, Mike uh, got him to the uh, national championship game, uh, that magical win in the Sweet Sixteen over Duke, and Mike got a full contract, and the rest was history. Not only did Texas take a bad loss tonight, how about Miami? 
The Hurricanes, six-and-a-half-point home favorites to Florida State. And for the second year in a row, they get beat on their home court by the Seminoles. And it's 84-75. to 75. This was a Florida State team, too, that was getting its head beat in in, in, in some of the non guys They lost to Lipscomb at home. And now they figured it out. This was the uh, this was maybe the revenge game uh, for Florida State because uh, Matthew Cleveland, of course, uh, transferred from Florida State He's to Miami. Shot to beat the yes, last year. Matthew Cleveland, by the way, only two points tonight. I don't know if there was an injury. I wasn't watching that uh, closely, but uh, only two points. One of eight shooting for Matthew wow. Cleveland tonight. But he hit like a 35-footer to yeah. beat the, uh, the Canes last yeah. year when he played for Florida State. Yeah, Miami, look, now they got to learn how to handle success because, remember, they made the Final Four for the first time in program history last year. And handling success when now all of a sudden you're the target, you're not plucky little Miami. They kind of came out of nowhere. Teams are gunning for you, well, and they're gunning for that, the That's a good segue, Wes, because three teams made the Final Four a year ago. Not so hot right now. Florida Atlantic, Miami, and San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Aztecs still playing pretty well, just not great. They just got blown out at New Mexico, though. Tonight, the Aztecs are six-and-a-half-point home favorites to Nevada. Total of 139-and-a-half. I actually lean San Diego State here. Uh, Wolfpack off a bad home loss to Boise State. Just think this is one of those games, a bounce-back type of game for a good team like the Aztecs on their home You, you would think so. I had a small lean to, uh, to Nevada, but didn't end up playing it. Because one of the things you saw at San Diego State, too, they really struggled with the speed of New Mexico's guards with uh, Howes and, and with Mashburn. Nevada didn't really have that kind of speed, but they do have good size in the backcourt. The kid, uh, the kid Blackshear. Blackshear and Lucas. And yeah, yeah those they, guys aren't quick guards. They, they are not. Uh, they try to over overpower you. Uh, uh, Himes uh, uh, back in the lineup. He is uh, one of the best uh, one-on-one post defenders in the country. So this isn't a great spot for Nevada, but based on the number would lean Wolfpack here. Open five and a half, a bet up to six and a half. I passed, uh, but I was leaning San Diego State. That game tips at 8 p.m. Pacific, so we got a late night game in the Mountain West. All right, quick break. We come back to Canadian kid Ian Cameron with his best bets for the NFL weekend. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Wes, I think our executives do this to us just to torture us because every time about every night about this time, I'm mm-hmm. hungry, you're mm-hmm. hungry. Well, let's talk Omaha steaks. With Omaha steaks, you'll fall in love at first bite with their tender steaks, juicy burgers, air chilled chicken, and more. You're gonna love every bite. It's Omaha Steaks guarantee, and for a limited time, when you go to omahasteaks.com/vsin, you'll get free four free boneless chicken breasts. And four free juicy boneless pork chops with your order. Minimum purchase may apply. OmahaSteaks.com slash VSIN. I love that Omaha Steaks is a sponsor. I ordered Omaha Steaks for people for Christmas through the VSIN promotion. But man, every time I see these photos, I get hungry in the middle of the show. And it's a good looking piece of beef there uh, uh, from Omaha Steaks. Ian Cameron joins us from Canada right now. We're going to talk football best bets. And, uh, Ian, I was trying to find your uh, Twitter up, your Twitter page today, and I noticed you changed it a little bit. You want to give us the backstory of what happened here to your Twitter page? And I think, believe you had, uh, give or take a few thousand, you had, uh, what, 25 million followers on your uh, former page. Uh, not quite, Matt, 25 million, but we had 25,000, okay. and it was at Bobano, my initial uh, Twitter account. And then Monday, I just tried to log into it, as I normally do every day, and I found out, wait a minute, I can't get into it. What's happened? Wrong password. And then I see my email has alerted me that uh, someone logged into it, and then I realized, okay, it's been hacked. And that person apparently changed the password, changed the email address attached to it, so I just couldn't get into it at all. So. Uh, I, uh, I'm still waiting to see if I can get control and regain control of that account. In the meantime, I created a new one, and that's where you can find me for now, at Bobano Betting, uh, now my current Twitter uh, account. All right, Bobano Betting. Wes, do you imagine if Dave Ross had his Twitter account hacked? He would oh. Free, what would he do? Oh, God, man. Huh? he would. Uh, uh, I don't know what he would do. I, I, I shudder to think. He sends Dave Ross actually had his Twitter Account shut down by Elon Musk and company for about a month. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I how think someone's survived. just really, really angry. I'm picking as many winners as I am. With you guys <laughs> I'm picking a lot on the show. 
No question. You've been doing a great job this season. At Bobano Betting on Twitter now if you want to follow Ian Cameron. Hey, let's go to the uh, NFL this week because we got four games to talk about. Might as well start at the top with Houston and Baltimore. And uh, nine, nine and a half, Ravens favored at home, and a total of 43 and a half to 44. You're looking at either the side or the total in uh, Texans-Ravens. Yeah, this is a great game. Now we've got these two big favorites, right, on Saturday against the teams that uh, got through uh, and ended up winning in the uh, wild card round, these un- upstart teams, if you will. Houston is one of them. I think you can make a case for Houston here uh, in this game, and I'm going to, uh, getting the points. And I also like uh, over 43 and a half. I prefer the side in this game. But when you look at Baltimore, and I know they've had some dominating wins, I get it. Uh, the win against Seattle, but not a playoff team. The win against Miami was very, very exceptional. Uh, obviously, a pillar to post beatdown of San Francisco, who is everybody's favorite team in the NFL going into that game, top team. But when you look at it, too, they had some questionable performances. The Colts lost, you know, letting the Rams hang around against them. When I look at Houston, you know, and I like what I'm seeing from C.J. Stroud and the offense going into this game, and I thought their defense, you know, forced a lot of turnovers. And then you factor in Lamar Jackson, who's got a lot to prove, and his struggles in the postseason. The win-loss record's not good. What are they averaging? Less than 20 points per game uh, in their previous playoff games with him under center. So you're not only asking uh, this team that's got a lot to prove and a quarterback that's got a lot to prove in the playoffs to not only win this game, but win by a significant margin. Maybe Houston does crash and burn in this game, but I'm happy to take a shot and say that won't be the case, and at least Houston hangs around. So I'm going to take the points here and also over the total. In a second game of the uh, Saturday doubleheader, uh, primetime Green Bay and San Francisco, nine and a half pretty much market-wide. I think there might be a rogue nine out there somewhere, but uh, 50 and a half on the total. This did reach 10. Do you think it's going to get there again? And even if it doesn't, where are you going with this one? Pack Niners. So this one, Wes, I do like the favorite. Uh, San Francisco, I do. I think it sets up very well. I think when you look at that Green Bay game, it was impressive as heck for Green Bay. And Jordan Love in the passing game was outstanding. Aaron Jones just ran all over Dallas's defense. But when you look at the uh, reasons for the offensive success, you know, Dallas's defense wasn't good. The, the run defense, too, for Dallas struggled. San Francisco's got a very good run defense. It's going to be tougher for Aaron Jones to get going. And also on the flip side, too, let's not forget with the San Francisco run game. Now, how healthy is McCaffrey? You know, with the calf strain, that's something to monitor. But, you know, I, I think he's going to be probably the bye week will help him. I think he'll be fine if I had to guess. And I, that run game, I think when you look at it, too, Tony Pollard for Dallas, not been the same guy at running back since his broken leg injury. Since he's come back, Dallas didn't run the football as well with him. But now Green Bay's run defense, which to me is still not very good. This is not a team that's great against the run. We're going to have to go against Christian McCaffrey here in this game in that 49er ground game. I think it's going to be a struggle for them. Uh, what I ended up doing here, though, is rather than minus 9.5, and, and I sometimes do this with the favorites, don't always love laying the points because you never know if there's that backdoor touchdown coming late in the game. I'm going with the Niners with their team total over uh, in this game as opposed to the minus 9.5. And, and I'm also going to play the full game at 50.5 over the number. I've got this game in the range of probably 35-24, something like that, 35-21 in favor of San Francisco. I think the Niners are going to get well into the 30s against the Packer defense. Remember, Dallas had no run game because they were down so big they had to throw constantly, so became one very one-dimensional. Green Bay was able to take advantage of that. That's not going to be the case here. So I'm on the Niners team total over split with the full game over 50 and a half team total right now i'm seeing some 29 and a half with some juice to the over if you want to uh, go ahead and that. find that yes ian you threw a score projection out there for uh, packers niners what were you thinking for a score for that texans ravens game i'm gonna go with texans ravens uh in that one um 27 20 baltimore all right i would take that that sounds pretty good yeah Andy Isco, when he was on uh, Las Vegas Radio at the Stardust, mm-hmm. on that Stardust line, he would often do a score projection for every game. And I just thought that was interesting. For those who like to uh, know if you're leaning, you know, which way you're leaning on a total, Yes, uh, that's a good way uh, to talk about a game, too. All right, we got two on Sunday. Let's start with Bucks and Lions in Detroit. And we got a number of seven right here at Circa right now. Detroit minus seven. 
And six and a half at most spots, total of 48 and a half, Ian. Yeah, this is one where I like Detroit, uh, and I got him at minus six and a half. Uh, shop around. Hopefully there's still some out there, but I'm going to go with the Lions here uh, in this game as the uh, favorite of less than a touchdown. I mean, credit to Tampa Bay for a good performance against Philadelphia, but I mean, Philadelphia completely collapsed down the stretch. Jalen Hurts and the offense struggled. They basically couldn't run the ball, and the defense was just dreadful, awful, horrendous, week in and week out. Tampa took advantage of that. Now they're going into this very loud, raucous environment here uh, against the uh, Lions, who get another home game at Ford Field because of Dallas spitting the bit last week. Uh, And I think when you look at the Lions, that offense is going to be dangerous for Tampa Bay, one of the better offenses they've played. Then you look at Baker Mayfield. Remember, he's still a bit banged up, and he took a few sacks against Philadelphia. Well, now you got to deal with crowd noise. Now you got to deal with Aiden Hutchinson in the pass rush. That's a concern. And I also don't think Tampa's going to have much of a run game. They were able to get Rashad White in a little run game going against a bad Philly defense. You know, Detroit's actually been solid against the run. The concern for Detroit, we saw it in the Rams game, they got away with it, is Puka Nakua and the outside receivers. They struggle against outside receivers, that Lions secondary. And I know Mike Evans is capable, but Mike Evans is a case of the drop season. He had another couple of those drop passes against Philly last week. So I actually think this is not as bad a matchup for that questionable Lions secondary against this Buccaneer uh, outside receiver group. So I think Detroit can win and win upwards of a touchdown. So minus six and a half. And this is my third over uh, of the card. I also like uh, points in this game uh, with obviously weather conditions, not a factor. Ian got about a minute 15 here. Let's go with the finale Sunday night, Kansas City and Buffalo. Buffalo two and a half with juice, pretty much market wide, 45 and a half on the total. This is one where right now I've got a small bet and I'll make it official on Buffalo here. Uh, I'll go money line here, minus 142 with it uh, since it's out there. Uh, But I'll add to this position if I see a good injury report with Buffalo's defense. I mean, they're banged up. Terrell Bernard, the linebacker, left the game. Christian Benford left the game against Pittsburgh. Uh, And you could tell they were really dealing with uh, many injuries on that side of the ball when that game ended. So I'm a little bit worried about that. Uh, Obviously, the talk uh, that you'll hear in the mainstream is this is the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes in his career. Uh, And I think that's going to be the challenge. You know, I think one year ago, guys, two years ago, this is not a big deal. But I don't think this offense is anywhere close to what we've seen in years past. They've got receivers they don't trust uh, other than Rasheed Rice and Kelsey. You know, you've got an O-line that's not been nearly as good. The defense is excellent. But this offense, you know, it's questionable. They can go into Buffalo, deal with the crowd noise. And I just think with the Bills, they've been in playoff mode for weeks. We've heard Josh Allen talk about it. They've really been in this must-win backs-against-the-wall mode for a month straight, and they've been rolling off it. I think it's finally Josh's time to get a victory against Patrick Mahomes here, and I think they will. I'll like it more if the defense is healthy. But I'll lock it in. Buffalo minus 142. This is the one game I think can stay under this weekend. All right, Ian. Appreciate the time tonight. Good luck getting your uh, Twitter page back. And for now, it's at Bobano Betting. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr. And I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, we've got plenty of basketball action to uh, follow here in uh, college and NBA. Wes Reynolds, basketball betting action. And uh, on the West Coast, a couple of interesting games UCLA, Arizona State, USC, Arizona. What about North Carolina? Tar Heels been one of the hottest teams in college hoops in uh, recent weeks and getting a little bit of a scare tonight from Louisville. North Carolina closed a 21-point favorite at DraftKings. Right now up by 7 with 10 minutes to go. Yeah, Carolina's uh, got it back out to 10 now, but this was a big lead uh, in the first half for these guys. I think Carolina was up 17 at the half, 46-29. to 29, But and, and, and this Louisville team is not very good in really hardly any phases of the game, but when you get them kind of in an up-tempo game, they're a little bit better. They're a little bit better team when they don't have to, like, think and try to probe a zone or anything like that. You throw a zone at these guys, man. It's like, it's like a, you know, uh, advanced astrophysics if you're throwing a zone against Louisville. Uh, but when you can just run up and down uh, the floor, this team actually can compete. In a lot of these games, uh, right now, 62-52-10-14 uh, left to go. I believe there's a live number at DraftKings. Uh, Carolina, minus 13.5, uh, 157.5 on the total. I would consider laying the 13.5. Yeah, I would. Th- I think that they might be able to, uh, I to think pull away here. stretch this out. You got the better team, the better coach. Home four, up ten with ten minutes. That's a lot of time left. I think I think Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's that's a cheap price on Carolina, which was a twenty-one point favorite when the game tipped. Uh, how about in the Big Ten, Maryland and Northwestern trading shots here. We got seven and a half minutes to go. Purple Cats lead the Terps fifty to fifty. Really, really good game. Uh, Maryland got a nice win on the road uh, uh, against Illinois on Sunday, and like likely stayed over in the uh, land of Lincoln and only down two. With about 7.20 left to go, Northwestern minus 3.5, 131.5 on the total. And look, you got to win games on the road in any conference, but especially the Big Ten where it's arguably the most difficult. And uh, uh, Maryland trying to find a way to get two in a row tonight. Man, I, we talked about this a little bit last week or two weeks ago, but this the state of the DePaul basketball program is depressing. Yeah. This is not even a good Providence team. Without Bryce Hopkins, right. by the way, without their best right. player. And Providence is a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in Chicago tonight and up 82-50. to 50. Just, Can you just fire the coach at the end of the game? Yeah, and then, this, then it is huh? sad because DePaul, I know. DePaul, it's a long time ago, but we remember yes. DePaul basketball yes. used to be – not the laughing star. And they and they do of, and they uh, do have now an on campus arena. They're not playing out by O'Hare at the old Rosemont Horizon, which eventually became the Allstate Arena. Kind of a dumpy arena to be honest with you. I know there's good Rosemont memories. Horizon? Yeah, the Rosemont oh, it was, Horizon. It was a dump. Not kind yeah. of a dumpy arena. It was a dump. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, you know, I don't want to uh, ruin any DePaul fans' memories of uh, when they used to fill that place actually to watch DePaul because DePaul was that good. But you got an on-campus arena, and I, I know it's it's hard. You know, kids don't always want to stay home, and sometimes, and we got everybody recruiting Chicago and Kentucky and Duke and all the powers going in. But 
Got to keep some kids home, man. And it is depressing to watch that with DePaul because DePaul, when we were growing up, uh, was really one of the preeminent programs. Obviously, that was a long time ago. But when you're a city program like DePaul, why can't you find a way? St. John's can do it in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you hire the right coach and you recruit the city and, and beyond, you should be able to be respectable, especially when you're in a power conference. You're in the Big East. Why can't DePaul get it right? I, I think it has a lot to do with hiring the right coach. Mm-hmm. Tony Stubblefield not going to be the right no, coach. No, no, uh, no, he is not. I don't think DePaul. I think the last guy that ever had a decent winning run there was Pat Kennedy in the uh, mid to late 90s, and then uh, uh, DePaul just hadn't been able to get it going. How about Mick Cronin and Bobby Hurley going head-to-head tonight in Tempe? And these are two volatile teams, two bad basketball teams. UCLA, if my score update is correct, trailing 56-54. Yeah, they did have the lead. ASU retakes it, 530 left to go. ASU minus 1.5, minus 130, 132.5 on the total. I stayed away from this game, like we were mentioning earlier, but, man, I thought that line was really small on Arizona State. So, uh, And I don't believe in the term, like, trap. Bookmakers are not trying to trap you to take a certain side. But, boy, I thought that was fishy to lay three with a UCLA team. Last time they went on the road, I believe, it was a week ago tomorrow and got beat by, like, a million at Utah last week. It was, I believe 90 to 44. Yes. So not quite a million, but it felt like it. Arizona-USC. And Tucson tonight. So you got games in Tempe and Tucson. And uh, Arizona closed a 21-point favorite at DraftKings. Now, USC's down its top two players, Boogie Ellis and Isaiah Collier. Mm-hmm. But hanging in there right now with about a minute to go in the first half, 41-34 to Arizona leads. Bronny James actually leads all scorers with nine for USC first tonight. First round draft pick. There the we go. There we be... go. Uh, one other one to update, too. Uh, this is a battle of top 25 teams. Uh, Houston all over Texas Tech. Uh, I was asked about that game today. It's like, yeah, that number looks high. It's high for a reason. Uh, Houston was late in 12 and a half, I believe, at the close. Now 69 to 44 over Texas Tech. So Houston gets back home off those two road losses. This this seemed like the spot for Houston to kind of take it out on somebody. And it's the Red Raiders that are uh, the recipient of the beatdown tonight. I'll give uh, props to Nick Bogdanovich of Circus Sports, Sports Betting Hall of Famer. Nick, uh, we were texting about some college games today, and he said he liked Tulsa. That ended up being a very sharp play. Uh, Tulsa tonight was a six and a half point home favorite, beat UTSA 107 to 78. Yeah, and, and, and a good call, and that's a good situation because, you know, when I look through all these games uh, throughout the day, you know, I go through the profiles and say, okay, how are they playing coming in, or did they lose at the buzzer of the previous game? Uh, you had a, a UTSA team that did take Memphis to overtime. They had beaten Rice in overtime. Then they took Memphis to overtime and lost close. And then they had to play a totally different pace team in Charlotte. Memphis goes up and down the floor. Charlotte slows it down 66 to 58. And then they go into Tulsa and it just, they seemingly didn't have energy and energy really matters uh, in these games. Tulsa, by the way, just lost an OT game at home to Tulane. So they had lost four in a row. So this was a good spot. So good call by Nick. Looks like you're hanging in here with uh, Vanderbilt. You, you took 11 and a half, and it's, uh, what is it, a 14-point yeah, game now four six, minutes? Yeah, it's now 16. They've never really been in the game. Uh, How hot uh, is this Auburn team right now? Yeah, yeah, this was the one I gave out last night. I'd had a better day than that, but I don't know if this is going to get there. Vanderbilt Vanderbilt really struggling. They're 0-3, but I just thought maybe this was going to be a flat spot for, for Auburn because they got a lot of big games coming up. And when you get those teams, you know, that, that win a bunch of games in a row, and we saw it with Wisconsin last night, I call it the fat and happy where you get these ranked teams and they've won three or more in a row and all of a sudden they're hot. And then they get into kind of a shaky spot. Auburn, by the way, has won nine in a row. So they have a, at Vanderbilt tonight, they get Mississippi coming in on Saturday and then they go to Alabama on Wednesday. So I thought, you know, maybe this is kind of the shaky spot for them against a down team in Vanderbilt. Not very good, 5-11, and 0-3 in the SEC, but they hung in at Memphis. Uh, actually only lost by two, only lost by three at home to Alabama, only lost by eight at LSU. Mississippi kind of put them away late on Saturday. But 
Uh, yeah, every time Vanderbilt makes a little bit of run, Aub- Auburn makes a three. Maybe this Auburn team is really good. You know, this was a good – I hate big favorites, but Houston laying 12-and-a-half tonight to Texas Tech. There that made my number card. Overnight. Houston, that was a get-right spot after those road losses to Iowa State and TCU. Yeah, no question about it. And and they're so, they're so good defensively. Uh, Jamal Shedd, by the way, 29 points and 10 assists for the Cougars. Nevada-San Diego State. Uh, that's, that's actually a really good game. I love these Mountain West games. This tips at 8 p.m. Pacific. I'd like to be at Viejas Arena for this one tonight. you got two really good guards for uh, the Wolfpack, Jared Lucas and Keenan Blackshear. Going up against the San Diego State defense, and the Aztecs need a get-right game after they were just blown out in Albuquerque by New Mexico. San Diego State, a six-and-a-half-point favorite total of 139.5. Our buddy Dave Deneen in Reno, former college hoops player, college hoops better, says he leans under the total here, Wes. Did you uh, – I think you said you lean Nevada. I think the Aztecs get it right tonight and they get the win, but it's, it's just a bit too high of a number for me to lay here. It, it is uh, because, look, uh, Nevada, they can hunt the rim off the dribble too. It's not with their speed like New Mexico is. It's kind of with their power. So San Diego State can't play that drop coverage with Jaden Ledee against Blackshear and Lucas, and, and they couldn't do it against Mashburn and uh, Howes on Saturday, and New Mexico really took advantage of it. Yeah, you don't see the Wolfpack shoot that poorly like they did in that loss to Boise State last week. And uh, one thing to watch with Nevada basketball, Lucas, outstanding free throw shooter. Mm-hmm. Lucas, Blackshear, those, that team does not miss free throws. Kind of reminds you of Steve Alford in his yes, prime. Yes, exactly. Coincidentally enough, the head coach in Reno. That's right. All right, break. We'll come back uh, hour number three with plenty of uh, football, golf, basketball betting. v the Sports Betting Network. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.